everyone. Welcome to Distilling Greatness. This is our episode. I'm here with my partner and friend, Jeff Arnett, and the beautiful, peaceful side of Smokies, home of Company Distilling. How's it going, Jeff? It's going great. It's good to be here. Good, good. Glad to have you. We're going to flip things up a little bit. We have a, a an amazing guest with us. It's been patient with us. We're battling uh, <laughs> torrential downpours. Of um, gnats. Swarm of gnats and other Stephen King animals. Um, occasional mosquito. Occasional mosquito. But uh, welcome, uh, Beth Haynes, to uh, the, the podcast. And hey, God, this is great. Uh, we're in a beautiful outdoor setting. Hopefully, we'll survive a few rain lightning showers. Strike. Lightning strike. I, I'm Tell not the truth, sure. the lightning strikes. Yeah. Lightning strikes, <laughs> plural, maybe, gnats, uh, swarming of gnats. No, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm excited to catch up with both of you. Um, I think it's interesting how our stories have intertwined over the years. Um, so it's, it's good to be here, especially as you guys are celebrating um, some big years, one-year anniversary, two years as a company. Um, so it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I appreciate a ton. So we are going to do, like I said, do a little bit different. Uh, Beth's going to interview us, and then uh, we may have a surprise for Beth also throughout the... Oh, okay. Well. So, uh, <laughs> no, we didn't know. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll surprise, a little, surprise. A little curveball in there, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll turn the mic over to the professional for sure. Well, and you know, I was just talking about kind of the history of the three of us. Chris Tatum, we have been friends for many, many years. I had the pleasure of getting to know you through my husband. You all have known each other for a long time. And then Jeff, I actually interviewed you 15 years ago. I was at Channel 10 at the time, and you were with Jack Daniels. I was. And here we and, are. In, in, a, yeah. in a, new, a new title, big job. <laughs> yep. I still remember meeting you at the Cave Spring that day. It was interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I remember uh, talking with Chris um, as this was evolving, especially just in the conversation phase. Um, so it's, it's great to see it come to fruition. Um, and there's so many successes to celebrate here with company. But... But let's talk about kind of the, the last two years. Um, from outside looking in, it looks like immediate success. But this has been a lot of hard work. Uh, let's talk about that um, and, and kind of what has had to happen for us to be here today. Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead, no, Chris? No, I'm going to defer no. to you. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> you know, awesome. I, I would just tell you that, you know, I, th- I guess to the public, I'm kind of the most... Uh, consumer facing person but but chris has had some very strong and large shoulders um, for this venture for mm-hmm. the last two years and i'm certainly appreciative of having a partner who had a skill set that was so different than mine and complementary to mine uh, but you know chris and i basically got to know one another through the tennessee distillers guild and uh he was the president i was the vice president uh at the time i met him i was not really considering leaving jack daniels uh at you know at that moment uh, but as I got more and more, uh, at least where I was being honest with myself, that I, there were things that I wanted to do in my life that I was not going to be able to do if I stayed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did I have the guts to leave? Uh, Chris was like, I think you were the second person I, I called because I first went to a lawyer. I first called a lawyer yeah. and I said, I'm thinking I might want to do this. I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> so can you give me some advice on this? And he said, I, what I would recommend you do is reach out to Chris uh, mm-hmm. about it. And the more we talked, the more I realized this would be such a strong partnership uh, because of the friendship that we had, because of all the success that we had had uh, working together from different two different distilleries at the time. And I just knew that if there was a marriage of our skills mm-hmm. coming together to a new distillery, that it was going to be a success. So, um, but yeah, I mean, clearly, you know, we did this sort of in a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah so <laughs> not the best there were time. Things that, yeah. <laughs> you know, there were things that I thought were so simple, um, you know, to get done. 
the things that I thought were going to be hard about us getting started and things that I thought would be more difficult. And some of the things that I thought would be the most difficult weren't. Some of the things I thought would be the easiest were the hardest. Um, I would have thought that we would have been struggling to have liquid ready, to go to market and all that. I thought we would be kind of waiting for that piece of it. But ultimately, we literally had you know whiskey ready to go bourbon ready to go without bottles or labels oh or all these other things Crazy. that you just think are the simple part of the, right. of the process for so you know so it's been a huge learning process for me personally because there were things even though jack daniels was a huge company uh you had a lot of role players there and i had a role that i played but i didn't get involved in a lot of what i call some of the general things that are required just to own and operate run a distillery and build a brand for that matter but it's been it's kind of been fun to do that we're, we're a much smaller scale but uh, there's been a lot of reward and being a part of that process and watching it. Yeah. What do you think is the big, biggest success so far? I mean, for us, you know, I think for for us, the biggest success has been we brought a team together. And it's and like Jeff said, we had challenges that we didn't expect to have, um, nor did I would have even imagined some of the stuff. So the fact that we brought our team together and we have brought very diverse people together and, and um, whether it's uh, business background, personalities, um, age differences. I mean, we we run this spectrum of several decades and we have a lot of experience overall. So the fact that we've been able to bring that together during a pandemic, um, that's that's been the biggest success for me. And then we still, we have our team together and and everybody's still pushing for the same thing. Um, and, and that means a lot to me. And I know Jeff and I talk about it a lot. And and it's it's a lot the way, you know, Jeff and I, you know, led the guild together is is putting together the team, speaking with one voice mm-hmm. and and uh, putting goals out there that are attainable. And, and when we, you know, celebrate the success, that's good. So I think the team's Was big. Was there a moment for the two of you that you realized, okay, this is going to work. We can make this work. Was there an aha moment, a conversation the two of you had? You know, I think it's, to me, that's kind of one of those things that you almost have to decide that almost every day, right? It's got <laughs> to you know, Yeah, because I, 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 you know, I feel like we're not where we want to be yet. But at the same time, I look back and say, wow, have we accomplished so much? It's been crazy what we've been able to do. Because I, 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 I am just the type to continually look forward and say, what's the next challenge? What's the next thing we need to conquer? What's the next hill? that we have to take in this quest to get to the mountaintop. Um, but I look back and I say, you know, there were times it was frustrating because we weren't moving as fast as we wanted to, but look at what we've been able to do. I mean, it has been a tremendous amount. We're winning awards. People love the liquid. We've got fantastic facilities, great employees. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I feel like this one-year mark here for Townsend uh, clearly was an opportunity to just say, hey, guys, let's take a bow. Let's yeah. take a break. Let's... You know, we haven't really stopped to pat one another on the back, but it's a time that, you know, let's take a bow and, and, and have a moment here and celebrate all that we've been able to do. I mean, it's pretty impressive if you think about um, the product line, the portfolio, um, the footprint alone. Talk talk a little more about that, what you've been able to accomplish in those two years. Um, you've got a variety of products and it's in how many states at this point? We're in, we're in three with direct distributorship, but through Sealbox, we can go to another 17 states. So ultimately about 20 states where you can order and have it delivered to your home or go to a store and pick it up. By the end of this year, it should be closer to nine direct distribution states. So we're already starting to kind of pick and choose the, the right markets for us. We're still a, a new company and some states are more friendly to new <laughs> brands than others. So you just want to be smart in how you go about that. So, you know, control states you know, where the states of buyer can be a little bit more difficult for a new brand because the state kind of controls what's on the shelves there. 
Uh, so you, you almost need to have success in neighboring states so that the state will want to carry you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, success breeds success mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like that. So just trying to find the right time to open up certain markets. But we're excited. You know, it, by this time next year, we'll be ready to turn another corner where we'll have the um, enough bourbon um, and supply a four grain that has been our new make. What we designed from the get-go, that we, what we have been working towards, uh, where we could literally quadruple um, distribution. So we're already beginning the ramp up now to say which states are on the horizon. Let's go ahead and start making contact with them now. Let's get them bottles so that they're excited about it. When the time comes, we can pull the trigger. It's great. We were talking earlier, Chris, you and I grew up tubing here <laughs> behind <laughs> company yeah. uh, distilling. And it, it's really remarkable. Um, this The company has really um, embraced the heritage of Townsend, but that's the storyline throughout the company. It's really holding true to, to history and tradition, and you've woven that into your story, and that story seems to be resonating. Oh, I think it has, absolutely, because, you know, with the visitors that come to the East Cincy area, and specifically even on the peaceful side where we're at, um, they're a diverse group anyway. Um, but the one thing we said at the very beginning is that we have this diverse group of people visiting, um, and we're, we're going to make sure that we all have this expertise in, in the area and in the industry. We're not going to be afraid of an educated consumer. And so I think that's actually opened the door for a lot of people like, and I mean educated, I mean, whether you're just a sipper or whether you're going to sit there and go through the grain bill and, and be able to identify the barrel or whatever that yeah. you know, was put in, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're the, we're, we've opened the doors to a lot of people. And, and that's important, um, not just from a, a revenue model, but from building the brand and building what we envisioned, which was something where we do come in, gather around and talk and, mm-hmm. and sit. You know, we were inside earlier and you had people from Charlotte, North Carolina in here that... You know, say, man, we spend a lot of time other places, but this is going to be our go-to place now yeah. on this side of the mountains. So it has, uh, by embracing what's around um, uh, around us from a natural, uh, you know, the natural elements here, um, those are assets that you can't reproduce mm-hmm. anywhere else. And so mm-hmm. we're just going to continue Especially to do that. with the finishings that you've used with when crafting and distilling the bourbon. Absolutely. You know, I... It's not like we're the first distillery to come to East Tennessee, but if you look at sort of what was the formula uh, of distilleries opening here, it was largely, you know, high traffic areas. It was, you know, celebrating Appalachia, moonshine, mason jars, you know, with flavors in it or or things of that nature. But, you know, coming from Jack Daniels, my, my thought is Tennessee whiskey is famous all over the world, but largely that reputation has been held in Middle Tennessee, but there's no reason why that couldn't be extended to East Tennessee. So we've kind of envisioned something a little bit different for ourselves. You know, when we when we talked to the people of towns and that we were going to be putting a distillery here, you know, there were people who had concerns about that and how it might change the nature of Townsend because they wanted to stay peaceful. They wanted to, to stay this beautiful kind of unspoiled place that it is. And we're like, well, that's our vision, too. Uh, we're not planning on a shot fest here, but we would like to be able to do educational tastings. Uh, we want because we, we don't fear an educated consumer. We want them to know about the products and how they're made and have an appreciation for them. So. Uh, our tastings are really about you making an informed purchase. You know, if you're going to buy something off the bottle, we want you to be able to have the chance to try it beforehand and know that you're picking the bottle that would be your favorite uh, at the same time. So, you know, our, our whole philosophy behind that is not, you know, about, you know, how many can you knock down, you know, in 30-minute yeah. stop by here. We, we're, we're wanting people to sit down, talk to us, get to know us, learn about the product, how a Tennessee whiskey is different than a bourbon, is different than a rye, how woods can affect those and create flavors. You know, it's all natural. Tennessee's biodiversity. Let's celebrate Mother Nature and all that it provides in the state of Tennessee. 
This is not the best place in the world if you have allergies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. But, but if you want, it, but in the fall, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in the fall, if you want to see a show, there's no prettier place on the planet than when the mm-hmm. leaves start to change here. And because it's not monolithic, you, you know, they change at different times in different colors. And that, and that is part of what we want to explore as a brand. It's, it's right here at our back doorstep. Let's find natural ways to create new and exciting, you know, ways to explore whiskey. I think one of the surprises for you um, was the local draw. I mean, you you hoped that you would pull tourists off the trail, um, but you really have a loyal local scene here. And I know. I know being a community partner was important to both of you. I think that was the biggest, because I spent a lot of time out here in those first few months that we first opened in particular. I, I signed a lot of bottles, shook a lot of hands. I wanted to be here because I knew people were coming out of curiosity to see us. And I didn't want them to be disappointed that I wasn't here. But I was really expecting more out-of-state tourists, people who were just coming to see the national park um, to be the base. But as I would ask people coming through the door, you know, where is home for you? You know, where are you coming from? It's like, well, we're from Oak Ridge or we're from Knoxville or we're from Seymour or we're from Sevierville. We're from Maryville. And I'm like, I couldn't believe over half of the people coming through the door were within 30 minutes of here. Uh, so that's, I've got a much better appreciation that Townsend has a lot of people who like to just day trip over here. And, and I can completely understand the allure of it because most of the jobs I've ever had in my life, even at Jack Daniels, as much as it was a great place to work, you kind of felt your blood pressure going up, you know, <laughs> as you were getting closer to the office because you knew the, the grind and, and all the things you were going to face there. Driving into Townsend, uh, which I, it's about a 30 minute ride in for me, I actually feel my blood pressure going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. that has not been something I've experienced in my lifetime, but I feel like it's just a, a different way of life here. Uh, and, it, and it's not at this point of my life, you know, I'm not really looking to try to kill myself. I, I'm looking for ways to enjoy <laughs> to what I down. do, to be able to relax and, and just kind of take it all in. Uh, and I feel like this location kind of allows me to do a lot of those things. It's a beautiful facility. Uh, it's very welcoming. We're, we're, we're making friends, not just locally, but people from out of state like we met earlier today. Uh, we have great products here. Um, you know, more and more, we're, we're finding that if we can just get liquid on lips, we can win. You know, and, that, and I always say that's good. You know, if, 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 you, if everybody bre- breaks open their bottles and nobody comes back to try yours again, then you know <laughs> you've got some work to do. But mm-hmm. that's not what we see. Also, I feel like, you know, we've got a, a really nice, not, it's not a complicated portfolio. It's pretty easy to understand. But if you want to explore different types of whiskeys and different wood finishes, we've got three very thoughtfully laid out ones that I think will, um, will serve us well for years to come. And congrats, by the way, on uh, the Ascot Awards. This is <laughs> yeah. a big deal. Um, and yeah. I wasn't as familiar, but this is um, a blind tasting, which is important to note. Uh, competition's three years old. Is that? I think it's three years old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's three years old, and we've we've won several awards, uh, several best double platinums. Is what you know what they're classified as. And so Jeff's done a great job of, of it's not just a job, a passion for his to put mm-hmm. this together and listen to the consumer and know what the consumer's looking for, but then put a good product out there. And we really respect that award, um, that that competition because it is blind. Mm-hmm. It's a blind tasting. Doesn't matter who's on the board or who's not on the board or. Yeah. Whether you did a sponsorship. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't understand how the awards work, but oftentimes they are sponsored by someone who sells ad spaces and magazines and stuff like that. So you want to believe that there's, you know, agreements made as part of that, but you always kind of wonder if you buy enough ad, full page ads, and, you know, the next, um, you know, editions of the magazine, does that kind of guarantee you an award? Mm-hmm. Um, so what you want, I mean, for us, what I would really like is to know that I'm getting an expert panel. That they're, right. that they're getting an unmarked sample other than some specs on, on the product. They'll know what proof it is, roughly what age, the grain bill, things of that nature. 
They have no idea what brand it is, so they're just going to taste and decide what gets full marks and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, those are the types of awards I appreciate. Um, San Francisco World Spirits Competition is one of those uh, that I, I really respect and think are legitimate. Ascot's are the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not to say there aren't others, but those are two that are kind of top, top of mind to me. But there are some. The, the more affiliated they are with a magazine, the more leery I am, just simply because you feel like there's a potentially a pay to play or Mm -hmm. at least there's the perception of that whether it's true or not yeah but major validation for you all with your products and um, just the the quality because I know that that's important to you both you've gotten the Townsend location up and running it's well established the Thompson station well established Um, so as you're entering this next year um, I know we've actually walked what will be headquarters um, for company distilling What's the latest with the old brick plan and, and what are your plans? Will, will you shift your focus now to that? Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, is you said this earlier and we've talked about it extensively about community. And that's a community that we've chosen to, 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 for our future to be for the main corporate. Uh, not just corporate, but the main headquarters, like you said. Um, we've got some things coming up. We are pretty feel pretty strongly later this year, 23, 24, that's going to just going to contribute to that that um, that community quite mm-hmm. a bit as far as gathering around. It's not just us. Uh, we're looking to to finish our to start a Rick House over there and can do the conversion there. Mm-hmm. Um, start bringing our stuff here. Um, but I think there's some really good things, and that won't just be all about. And that's something you'll find even here. It's not just about bourbon or whiskey. We've got the beer. We've mm-hmm. got mocktails. We've got yeah. some phenomenal mocktails and yeah. food. Um, so we've got some things that are going to be community activities. I think that that Springbrook Farm community is going to just really I mean they're gonna they're gonna embrace it and just love it and I think that'll be fun to, yeah. and no one's left out that's what I love about yeah. the experience yeah. here yeah, we, yeah. you know we loved the, the the history of that property and felt like it was worth saving because it, it made the brick that built a lot of the employees homes so it would have been one of the first buildings in Alcoa because it was necessary to help build the plant and housing for people as the as the company was building the town um, I have a like a map of Alcoa that mm-hmm. shows the brickyard. It's been in that location forever. I mean, at least from you know the early twenties, uh, so over a hundred years. Um, but you know, we had several architectural development type uh, plans, master plans done for that property, and we envisioned it to have gathering spaces for the community. Uh, as Springbrook Farm is starting to take shape, your apartment buildings going up, you know, the grocery store going in, mm-hmm. restaurants coming in. You know, you're seeing more and more that we could become a, a gathering place for the new Springbrook Farm community that we'd love to be that. So mm-hmm. yeah, we hope to get some passerby uh, tourists to sure. stop. That's a fairly high traffic. Alcoa Highway is very heavily traveled. Um, and we would be an eye shot of that. Um, but at the same time, we want it to be a place that people who live in Alcoa, who call that place home, say that you got to go down there and we love to hang out down there. So we've had a couple of people who are interested in, in partnering with us and, and it kind of fits with, with one of the master plans that we had. Uh, things that we weren't certain how we would execute it or if we would find somebody that would operate it for us. Uh, So those things are kind of seemingly coming together for us, which is good. Uh, So it'll help us turn our focus towards just getting the brick plant where it can store barrels. Uh, We've had an architect study it. Uh, We've got well over 3,000 barrels stored at a partner right now out of state. Uh, That place will hold 10,000 barrels if we lay it out correctly. So we would be a third full if we could just move it now. And that's just going to continue to grow. Um, so we've got, you know, some things that we hope will break here in the next few months to kind of give us a path forward as far as whether we build new construction for the distillery or able to acquire a building okay. uh, that we can modify uh, for our future home. But distillation would come after getting the storage facility um, buttoned up, sprinklers, lights, all the yeah. things that we would need to be able to, to put our product in it. 
Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And I know um, certainly will be on the horizon. But as you look to this next year, what's also top of mind? What do you want to get accomplished? Oh, my goodness. That's, <laughs> a, that's a big question. Um, you know, I think continuing to grow our team um, mm-hmm. and to, to become more involved with the community than we already are. I think focusing on that's huge. We've got some great partnership with Tennessee Theater. Uh-huh. You know, typically we do this from there. I know yeah. you got married there. I got so. married at the Tennessee Theater, <laughs> yeah. and I love that that partnership. What a a, a great um, combination, especially with the the history and the, and the focus of both. Um, I always call that the crown jewel of Knoxville, certainly. I totally um, agree. And what a great place to to do the podcast. I'm sure you don't deal with gnats there, no, right? No, there's no gnats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a great partner too. Yeah. If you just, if you no, just look awesome. at the diversity of their programming, oh, you know, from great. music to Broadway and stuff like that, it as a brand, it's very attractive for mm-hmm. us to create a partnership with a, uh, to your point, one of the most beautiful properties in, in the state of Tennessee, I believe. Uh, certainly for Knoxville. They're, I don't know if any other buildings are as impressive and as well-maintained as it is. Um, but yeah, it's a great location for us to showcase our brand. They're a wonderful partner. We couldn't be any more proud of yeah. the the relationship we've been able to build with them already. We're just about six months into it or so. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, but it yeah. has been fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's exceeded all expectations I had for it. They're wonderful. Yeah, I think it's with. been. Uh, I think it's partnerships like that, and, and it's interesting. We keep saying partnerships because, and you you're, you can talk to anybody at the Tennessee Theater, Becky there, or mm-hmm. Nikki, and and even with One Knox, um, mm-hmm. with Drew and Adim and those guys. <laughs> yep. You know, we didn't go into this um, looking for sponsorships. We can go get sponsorships if we want to drop a dime wherever we want. Yeah, um, we're looking for partners that fit what we want, which is get together, gather around diverse, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. shows or entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where we're really, I think over the next year, we'll focus energy is, is continuing those kind of partnerships like Tennessee theater, like one Knox, Tennessee whiskey trail. They just did a fantastic job um, with the Tennessee whiskey, international Tennessee whiskey day and and Tennessee whiskey week. Yeah. I saw several different events on the calendar. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, They've grown that. We had, we had them on a podcast. We Mm -hmm. had charity and leaders there and other distilleries. So those are some organizations that are along the same lines of thinking as far as involving the community mm-hmm. um, and, and working together to, I mean, to give people a place. We want people to come here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bottom line. Well, and you love the, the product development too. Um, you've had some limited editions. Will you look yeah. to create new products this coming year? We will. You know, one of the things that we've learned is that it's really nice to have a new product that launches in and around some other event. Mm-hmm. that people are kind of excited about. So we, we could have launched a little bit sooner than we did, but we held the Tennessee whiskey, our first Tennessee whiskey-based product until Tennessee Whiskey Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, officially it was that Sunday, but on Friday of when we were kind of counting down those last couple of days to when Prohibition was overturned in the state of Tennessee back in 1937, uh, it was really kind of cool that we were able to launch our first, you know, product that kind of celebrates the heritage of, of the chart or the Lincoln County process and charcoal mellowing as it relates to how you make a Tennessee whiskey from a bourbon because mm-hmm. they're very they're very similar they're they're first cousins I call them but you know mm-hmm. but there's a, a distinct and unique difference for Tennessee whiskey and we had held off of doing ours and I'm I'm so glad we were able to yeah. do that uh, but we did our first cast strength last fall mm-hmm. uh, for the Grains and Grits Festival which is the big festival for East Tennessee that happens here in Townsend uh, so we have already started to talk about you know what would be cool. Yeah. that we could do and it may not be something that we do forever you know long-term portfolio edition or anything but you know what would be something that people would get excited about and just want to try and that we would be proud to, to put out there and just kind of test the waters on so yeah i've got i've got several ideas that i'm pursuing right do. now <laughs> i do <laughs> wheels yeah. are turning uh, I, have, I have not settled on what it will be but i know uh 
I know at least there's a few people inside the company that are like, you need to let me know what it's going to be because I got to get labels for that. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know. They need to know. I, don't, I can't do that in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's interesting to even are, are brewing beer now. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of whiskey bourbon companies, I think, might kind of not shy away, but say, oh, no, we, we, we don't brew beer but i think it's great that that you offer that as well um, absolutely it's been it's been great yeah you know the idea for the brew i mean in, in Tonson, we talked about the beer um bourbon whiskey combo from yeah. the very beginning mm-hmm. yeah. i mean that food mm-hmm. beer bourbon and we talked about it from the very beginning and so having somebody on staff like kevin smith uh who's an expert in the field leader in the field mm-hmm. uh, has been great for us and we don't shy away and, and props go to corsair who's been doing that Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, that's how they really started in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They they had a little ta- tap room and a smaller distillery, and they were, um, the guild helped open a lot of doors there for us yeah. to do what we're doing and for, for them to expand their business. So it's been great. But of course, we had a little bit of inside information that we knew that, you know, property was being purchased here with the design, you know, the intent that they would design a, a world-class mountain biking trail mm-hmm. system right. on it. And, you know, I it's been a while since I've been on a mountain bike, but I remember <laughs> those days and- Usually, if you're really hot and tired and thirsty, a, a cold beer is is mostly what you want. So we felt like it would have been a miss not to, you know, have a brewery here when we were within walking distance of the bottom of the hill, yeah, where yeah. they exit. So it was like that just makes sense because you got to make a beer to make a whiskey. So they're, mm-hmm. they're, the two are more tied together than people realize. Uh, so we just kind of we were still in design phases here, so we just kind of stripped out a few pieces of equipment and dropped in a proper brew skit in its place. So. Five, five quality beers on tap in Townsend already uh, that are locally made. So if it's important that people try the local flavor uh, and want to find something that's actually made in the place, we've, mm-hmm. we've got it and very proud of them. Uh, Kevin Smith, who's our brewer, does a fantastic job on them. Yeah. And I'd love to see you kind of walk the tasting room floor. You really love engaging <laughs> with customers, but also educating them ab- yeah. about the blends, um, the yeah. variety. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know a lot about bourbon and whiskey. I thought we might do a little taste test here y'all could educate me but, but then i had to drive well, home so well, maybe well, yeah, what was interesting is i think maybe one of the people you saw me talking to earlier today um i met him when i was staying in the house here behind the distillery uh-huh. where we had torn it down and we were still under construction but uh, they had taken power underground beside us and cut across a field and he likes to look for like uh um native american artifacts uh-huh. you know um uh, like arrowheads, arrowheads and, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and things like that, pottery, arrowheads and stuff like that. So he, he came up and knocked on the door and asked me if I would be okay if he just kind of dug around in the dirt over here beside the house. I said, you know, knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't remember his name, but he came in with his partner today and they've become huge fans. They, they come here every week and kind of have a business meeting, but they have lunch. And um, But that was the first time I'd had a chance to kind of tell them, you know, what's next and, and, and the full scale of what we're doing here. But it was awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I said, yeah. we've, we're seeing more and more that people here in Townsend are embracing us being here, um, which is what I'd always hoped uh, that if they would give us a chance that we would do it right. And um, and I'm I'm proud of the effort that we've, we've say, made are, here. Have you had a chance to just kind of sit back a little bit and and take it all in and really be yeah, proud do. of what you've accomplished? We do. Uh, you know, we don't. None of us really rest on um, the current success. We're looking at what the next success mm-hmm. is, or how do we better better where we're at? But yeah, I mean, it's been good. This you know, doing this. Stuff like this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think we both enjoy doing it. And <laughs> it uh, kind of does take you away from the, some of the stressors of, you know, the everyday stuff. So. And it helps you connect and educate 
and and share that you know company story, which I think is is so important. I'm just proud of both of you. Well, I mean, it's fun it. to to see this. Yeah. Come from the the beginning of conversation um, to uh, brick and mortar and distribution and new products and ascot awards. I mean, yeah. it's it's all good. It's awesome. We're yeah. doing good. We're gonna. I think we should. I gotta say, let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question here for a minute. <laughs> there we go. So, I met you 15 years ago. 15. Uh-huh. I had just been named Master Distiller Jack Daniels. I didn't know you at the time, but I was told that the TV station was coming down out of the Knoxville area. I'd beat you at the Cave Spring at a certain time. Met you. Uh-huh. Uh, gave probably one of my first interviews. It was in the first handful because you you didn't waste any time coming down and getting the interview. <laughs> um, and then we reconnect when the announcement is made yeah. that I'm coming here. And I was like, I think I remember her. And then you walked up and I'm like, I absolutely yeah. remember you. So you got to uh, interview me through a career change moment uh-huh. of my life and kind of explore that a little bit. So now it's my turn. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> career change yes, I, uh, for mm-hmm. Beth. You left you know, Jack Daniels at 20? What year? I was 19 and a half years. Okay. I was working on my 20th year. If uh-huh. I'd stayed till May, I would have made full 20 years with them. Um, so, yeah, I'm 30 years out of college. I was 10 with Procter & Gamble, 20 uh-huh. with, with Jack Daniels. So, it was my yeah. 20th anniversary at WBIR. Wow. That's why I, I ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last September, I celebrated 20 years, and I remember that. I had started, created a uh, franchise I love called Homegrown, mm-hmm. and we Fantastic. featured Jack Daniels, and <laughs> we drove. Over, it was really a great trip. Loved mm-hmm. talking to you. I don't, yeah. I don't think I realized it was one of your first interviews, but um, it's just crazy how worlds collide and and your lives are intertwined with people. Um, but yeah, for me, it's I echo a lot of what you've said to me about your career. I love my job. I mean, I, I loved uh, spotlighting the people and places of East Tennessee. Um, the variety each day. Um, mm-hmm. Every day was different. I would interact with so many people and, and the content was different and the, the storytelling. But there was a part of me that, you know, I'd done this for 20 years at Channel 10, 25 years in the industry. And just this nagging feeling, what's next? What's next? You know, are you going to finish your career at Channel 10 or is there something more you want to do? And I also was on a, a nightside schedule. So I didn't see my family a lot. Um, I, I wasn't present. And we've got a rising freshman um, and senior in high school, and I just didn't want to miss anything else. Um, so yeah, I have, I stepped away uh, six months ago, in fact, mm-hmm. um, and I've just really tried to be intentional with my time. Um, I'm a student. I love to continue learning, but I still want to use my talents. I still want to tell stories. Um, I want to do work on air. Um, I love the podcast format. Um, you know, just uh, public speaking, being a community advocate, all of those things were important to me. So yeah, it's, it's about transitions, um, a new adventure. And you know, the, with digital, there's so many more opportunities with streaming platforms, um, YouTube. So I feel like uh, there's so many ways now to get content, content to the viewer, um, to the customers. So yeah, I'm, I'm just exploring a lot of different things and excited this, the first six months, what's your biggest surprise? Oh, first six months. Just the, <laughs> the swings. Um, one moment you're on a high and you think, oh, this is great, you know, um, and then you swing in the other direction. Oh, gosh, what am I going to do? You know, mm-hmm. who do I need to call? Who do I need to connect with? But um, for me, it's just pressing pause, um, stepping away from the, the news alerts, um, and just really trying to enjoy what's around me. And just really being intentional with my time. I really feel 
I've been intentional with conversations um, and just moments I've experienced. I got to take my mom and dad um, to see family in Georgia, and I was so thrilled I got to spend that time with them. Um, and I also went back to where I started uh, my career, one of my first TV stations. So that was kind of a, a fun full circle moment and um, also gave a graduation speech. Oh, nice. um, that was a first for me, but it was in my hometown at uh, the university, Tennessee Wesleyan University. So that was fun. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just um, I'm trying to embrace new opportunities. Um, before I left, Russell Biven, my former co-anchor, always said, get comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's what I try to do. And just, you know, I'm excited. Just the conversations, the people I've met um, and just ready for new challenges. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you've got the history with Jeff there. And then, you know, I think about the different things we've oh, gone through, the fires. Uh, um, uh, uh, fires we were on the phone quite a bit, just, yep. you know, but not only that, just again, like you said, the journey for me personally with distilling. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Jeff may not know this. It was 11 years, about right at 11 years ago, whenever I went in and we had dinner, it was me and her and Seth at Tupelo Honey. Yeah, and I was husband. like, we're going to do this distillery over here. And she's like, really? <laughs> and they were like, really? I just stayed at the Tupelo Honey in Asheville. Did you? Yeah, that's the, good. yeah the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of neat. I mean, it you is. got a, a history with both, and didn't know. I, we didn't know. We didn't know each other that you at can that have time. Fried chicken or fried chicken. Man, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he mentioned when Chris mentioned you uh, the first time. Jeff was like, oh, I interviewed him. He's a great guy. You know. We spent time at Jack Daniels. Totally, totally bamboozled her. No, yeah, no, she, no, had no, you know, she had no idea. Anybody can act, you know, <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes. To see it all come together. Um, and I know you guys spent a lot of time with each other, and, and you're still yeah. together and still working with, you know, yeah. Forward well, you've company. got all kinds of time now. So you've got to come. We're going to be doing some one-year celebrations here. Perfect. The next few days. Townsend will have some music and, um, you know, big thing on music and some food and, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously great products. And then Thompson Station will do the same thing. Good. Thompson Station comes up next month. Okay. Uh, as far as that. So we'll. Uh, and you also, you, you have that. trivia and live music here, right? We In do. addition to one year yeah. anniversaries. <laughs> That's a great point. We do. Yeah. Uh, both locations have live music. We've been tr- doing trivia here with uh, it's not rocket science guys, and they're they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting because some nights this place will have eighty people, and you'll see teams, <laughs> and it gets competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gets <laughs> people really take yeah. trivia very seriously. Yeah. Yes. So, and then we're going to be launching. You know, hopefully in the fall, we're going to um, our plan. I should say is to get back to having some experiences with Jeff. Mm-hmm. I know it's not every day you get to to spend time with you know master distiller. Mm-hmm. I, I, heck, he was the master distiller of, of the year for 2017 yeah. in the world, and that's you know you know that's right here in right. Peaceful Side. So, do you still get to bottle <laughs> your own bourbon if you come in? Can you bottle it? And we are. We it. need to work on that. Okay. Little device, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We no, no. We that, that's a, that's a good question. people do want to know. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. We're trying to get it to where it works well. Okay. Uh, we we did something kind of makeshift, and we're going to have to rethink it. But we've had probably 12, 15 okay. people who've done it, and, okay. and we can make it work. But it yeah. requires quite a bit of effort. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you just, just you all like to personalize the experience. You oh know, yeah, and absolutely. I, I appreciate that. So, but look. I appreciate your time. I think it was kind of neat that we flipped the mic on. You did. Uh, I love it. Hey. Yeah, and appreciate your time today. <laughs> That's been a, a good portion of the day today with us, um, talking and celebrating our. It's our, been fun. Uh, You've got a great team, and I'm not surprised at all by the success of company. 
Well, we really appreciate that. And we hope everybody's enjoyed this one's a little shorter than normal, uh, but uh, it's right on time, I guess, actually would be the way to do it. We always run over otherwise, but appreciate you and join us next month for uh, Distilling Greatness. Thanks, it's Beth. Always, yeah. always a pleasure to be with you, Beth. Oh, Thank you for it. coming. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. See you guys.